Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Mary Life Lessons Podcast, the place where I keep it deep, simple, and spiritual. My name is Gemi, and as usual, I am back talking all things Kingdom over culture. And today's episode is titled, Seek First the Kingdom. Listen, I hope that you are ready to hear from the Lord. I'm excited to share this episode with you. Let's get into it. All right, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that you had a wonderful weekend um, and that you'll have a blessed week ahead. I'm so happy to be with you today and to share today's episode um, on seeking first the kingdom of God. This word comes from Matthew 6 verse 33. Um, where Jesus is teaching the Sermon of the Mount. And the scripture reads, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So this is in the English Standard Version. Now, as I was preparing for this, um, just trying to know, think, and consider uh, what the Lord is trying to say to this and allowing you know, myself to also absorb um what he's saying, you know, it took me back to the time where like I was spending a lot of my time fighting to succeed, you know, fighting so hard to succeed. And I think when we read the scripture, maybe this is just me, but it could be a thing where you're thinking, you know, you're coming to God, seeking an answer and solution for something. But instead he tells you, seek first the kingdom. And you're thinking, yo, God, hello. Uh, I'm really struggling right now. Okay. Like my finances are not looking good. Um, or that's not what I asked you for, God. I said I need you to help me with my school fees. I said I need help with my marriage. I need help with like, you know, this and that. And we coming to God for um, a certain thing or even just in life, you know, coming to God and expecting certain things from him, you know, but like his response is always like so different. And it's almost like he gives you something that you're not expecting, but like a parent, he knows that you need it. And this is the case in what I understood in the scripture when he said, seek first the kingdom of God, because it may not make sense to, our, to, to us. Like, why is it that, how is that, um, something that's going to help me with my solution? How is seeking the kingdom going to be something that's helping me when I'm still sitting with like, um, you know, bills piled up, whatever your case or situation is. And even so, like with myself personally, like I spent a lot of my time fighting to succeed, you know, and wanting to become something in life, you know, just so I can feel significant, seen, loved or heard. And of course, that left me like with an empty void, you know, because I assumed that these things are the things that would fill me up. You know, and again, this is like the assumption I think that we can tend to make, or maybe just this is just me personally, where coming to God, you know, and saying like, all right, God, I need help. I need a job or I need a career, you know, just even prior to me coming to Christ, going outside and seeing what are the things that I need to do in order to fix my life? What are the things that I need to do in order to get my life in order, right? To make sense of my life, to to bring understanding on why I'm here on this earth, or even to think like, maybe what I need is just to be successful in my career and like, I'll be fine. You know, like I just need to put my career in check. I need to put that in order and I'll be okay. Maybe what I need um, is to get married. Maybe what I need is to, to have a child, you know, whatever it is for you or open that business, right? Whatever it is that you think that you might need in that moment, 
that will bring in the solution and answers you 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 require for your life right so for me personally it was me going out and seeking to have this career and thinking to myself you know going again going externally outside reading what coaches are saying and all these people out there from different kinds of sources right um not necessarily people who were believers even because at that time i wasn't a believer and i was also just trying to find a voice that seemed to speak to me and to understand why i'm here on this earth what it is that i need and how can i even succeed how can i get a career that will make me successful and make me feel good and make me you know have value in this world and all these things right and so all of that was in the attempt to have a certain meaning in life like i hope i'm making sense i feel like i'm just repeating myself but the essence of it was me requiring and seeking to have uh, meaning in life and so i would sit down and like plan my whole career plan my whole life and plan what it is that i desired and then now i come to christ and i still have those plans and those desires but instead it's like he's like put that down what i'm saying to you or what you actually need or what's required for you to be filled and to cover that void is me seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you and when you're in the middle of that problem it does not seem to make sense it's because you're thinking god i have a natural problem here the natural problem I have is that I don't have money in my bank account. The natural problem is that I'm at a certain age or I want to move out of home or, you know, I have these <laughs> desires and, and, and reasons and I have this vision for my life and you're telling me something that is opposite of what it is that I actually want. How is what you're telling me going to solve my problem? How is that going to pay the bills, right? And sometimes the situation does not change um, in that moment. But like again, like a parent, like God, when you come to him, he can respond to you. And if you take it on a surface level, you might assume like, what does this have to do with what I'm asking? But like a parent, is he, he knows what we need. And this is where we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. So like the assumption behind my um, desires, right, was that I will be filled on the inside. Because I had a desire to be full of the inside. And essentially, um, again, seeking purpose and meaning for my life at the core. Um, but not understanding that those things externally cannot fulfill me internally. And nor will they even bring understanding as to why I'm here on this earth, right? They're not able to sustain me or give me the purpose and fulfillment that I needed. And so, now coming to Christ and understanding when he says seek first the kingdom. And this is the question that I had to ask myself. God, what does that even mean? right what does that even mean like what does that even look like and how is this going to help me and so now from the little of understanding that the holy spirit has graced me with um so far i just want to share you know from my personal experience what he was saying to me in terms of seeking first the kingdom and first the question i think that i really asked myself is god what is the kingdom you know what is your kingdom and the kingdom of god is the reign rulership and the authority of god so his way of life and doing life so this is something that is so beautiful profound and yet mysterious and i have experienced my own i have experienced it like by myself through my own walk with christ right after being saved and this is not um 
something that is limited to what I'm saying. Like God is infinite, you know, there's so much more revelation that he can give you. But this is what I learned is that it's about the kingdom, the kingdom of God seeking it as a rulership and the reign of God, you know, his way of doing life. Because there's a way that we try to do life or a way that I was trying to do life without him, you know, and that wasn't really helping me. And so me desiring, us desiring to now seek the kingdom will now help us to get closer and closer to what it is that God wants to desire for us, I believe, right? Um, so the scripture um, says like, okay, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So as I was reading um, the scripture, what the part that stood out for me um, is a part that says his righteousness, okay? His righteousness. And what that, um, you know, made me realize or see what the holy spirit i believe was making me realize and understand is that whoa his righteousness so the the word righteousness because it doesn't say seek first the kingdom of god and righteousness right it says seek the kingdom of god and his righteousness so the word righteousness is attached to god it's not separate from him right so the way i understood it is that there's his righteousness, his way of doing things. And how often do we as people formulate thoughts, belief systems, and patterns that we follow and deem them as a standard of righteousness that aren't from God, right? You know, like how often do we think we know what could put us in right standing with God, but we do that outside of the fellowship knowledge of um, an understanding of God himself and his Holy Spirit. So that's, you know, what our world of society consists of today. You know, when we when we seek the ways of God without God, and that doesn't make sense. Like, we can't seek um, the kingdom of God without God. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. We can't seek um, God's ways without God. You know, so what, what that highlighted for me is that it's not separate from him. They're not separate, you know. And this is where the error in religion comes in. And what the Holy uh, Spirit was making me realize is that, you know, him, like this is the thing that he reminded me, is that he's the one who knows and searches the mind of God. He's the one who knows and understands um, who God is. And this is um, mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12, right? That Holy Spirit is someone who literally searches the mind of God. So how can we as humans assume and believe, trust even, that we know how to do things without God himself, right? Because it, it, it ends up just being foolishness. And so... Most of it ends up being self-righteousness and assuming that we know what's right and what results in us having right standing with God or righteousness with God, right? So as we go forth seeking his kingdom and also his righteousness, we have to do it his way, okay? Society is doing things backwards. And if you're a believer and you're in, and, and you're in the kingdom, you understand how like, Everything just seems backwards, <laughs> you know, like it's like, oh my gosh, this is so backwards, it, you know, and it, for me, it seemed like a way of life prior to me being saved, but I began began to understand that everything was just done backwards and that's why there's so much issue and error with, with ourselves as well when we don't do things God's way, right? So let's look at 1 Corinthians um, 12 verse 10 and this is what it says, for God has, sorry, 1 Corinthians 12, yes, verse 10 to 11, okay, so it says, for God has unveiled them and revealed them to, uh, to us through Holy Spirit. For the, for the Spirit searches all things diligently, even sounding and measuring the profound depths 
of God, the divine counsels and things far beyond human understanding. For what person knows, sorry, for what, uh, for what person knows the thoughts and motives of a man except the man's spirit within him? So also no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. So now see, apart from God, we can't do anything. And what I want to conclude in this is to understand that there is a way of doing life or there is a way of righteousness that is not based um, on society standards, pop culture, tradition, which is all man-made, of course, and ideas of man, right? There is a way that it's done and it's done God's way, whether we like it or not, like that's the truth. And that's why we probably find ourselves struggling most of the time is we're really trying so hard to do things, but not doing it his way. You know, the world will say, you know, you just have to work your way up. Okay. You just have to work your way up to heaven, work your way by living right. And you try to live right, but you know that you fail at it, right? Because you're human and we live in a sinful world, right? And so you think to yourself that all I have to do is just feed the hungry or the poor and I'll be saved. You know, I'll be fine. I'll be in God's good books. The men upstairs will be fine. You know, I'll be, I'll be made right with him. I mean, I donate at the church or whatever things that you think externally you have to do to get to heaven and to have a right relationship with God. But that is not true, right? You see how this mirrors back to us not seeking his way, but merely just doing what our thoughts, ideas, and religion or whatever we choose to create for ourselves that pleases us, right? But that is not true. It's only um, through believing and having faith in Jesus Christ, his son, that all your sins are wiped out and forgiven. Then you are free from the penalty of sin and hell, right? His righteousness is his way of doing things, not ours. So turning away from what we think and know is right, but instead seeking him and all these things that we desire will be added unto us. And what I love about God is that he wants our hearts. You know, it's not just about um, us having these things. Because, you know, like if you if he just gives us these things and we're not even aware within ourselves that what we, what we need is God, you know, because oftentimes we'll say, yes, we need a job. But I know it doesn't seem like it makes sense. You know, going back to like my story earlier, I was looking and going out for these careers, thinking that what I needed in order to be fulfilled and to be OK and to be just safe mentally emotionally spiritually in life is i just needed a good career you know because i had been struggling and suffering so much um and i felt if i can just get a good career like i'll be fine you know but god was making i didn't get that i didn't get the career that i desired at all but what god was making me see is that what what my soul was crying out for was him and so when we come to god and he says all these things shall be added to us and what i love about him is that he wants our heart right and when all these things are added, all these things are added and they will glorify him and his kingdom. They will glorify him and his kingdom. Because once you give yourself over to him and, you know, these things um, will no longer be for our personal gain. But these things that, like, were once something we chased for the purpose of just fulfilling ourselves, right? Or filling a void or whatever. Or trying to cover whatever issue in our lives. Now this is for his glory and his kingdom. And now you and I find purpose in that. 
and he becomes glorified and exalted in our lives in that way and recognize how the pressure even to perform is off right the pressure to make it the pressure to prove yourself the pressure to become something so big in this world to prove yourself and to make yourself known is gone because the only person you live for and have eyes for is jesus now he's the only one you seek to to please he's the one that you seek to um just make number one in your life you know and it's like if anyone everyone else doesn't even agree and everyone else you know doesn't see it that way he sees it and what a better person to see it and recognize it than the savior of the world himself the son of god who is also there who created the world what is the opinion of man a person whom you don't even know what is the opinion of man over the opinion of the son of God? It's not the same. That weight is not the same. What is the opinion of man saying, you didn't do so good or whatever, uh, you're nothing, compared to God saying, I love you and I'm proud of you. The creator of the universe, people. The one who's the alpha and the omega, El Shaddai, Adonai, Yahweh. The, the greatest God of all. What is the opinion of man but dust? In comparison to God's thumbs up, God's okay, God's yes, I'm proud of you. Or Jesus's yes, I choose you and I love you and I want you. What is the opinion of man in, com in comparison to that? And that's why I say the pressure to perform or to make it is off. Because now your eyes are living for Jesus and Jesus alone. And this is why Proverbs 16 verse 25 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but ends in death. So many things we do, think, can lead us to the success we need. And it may not be physical death, but just like it, on the inside, man. I, I believe we've all heard this quote, like, a person is, what, something about how a person was living, I think living, you've been alive until you're 25 you've been alive for 25 years or something but then we bury you at like the age of 100 or 60 or something like that and to show that in essence you died on the inside at that certain stage you stop living at that place you stop living in that place and that's not what the lord wants for us so please let us not be stubborn let us have a heart for jesus and love him and seek him i promise you you will not regret it you will not. I'm sitting here to testify as a testimony to say, legit, my life has turned around. Am I where I thought I would be? No. Am I where um, I believe I should be? Definitely. Because what I thought goes back to that um, scripture of the thoughts of the spirit of the man is only known by the man, right? What did Apostle Paul say in Corinthians? Where he says um, in verse 11, for what person knows the thoughts and motives of a man except the spirit's man within, uh, this, this, the man's spirit within him, right? My own soul or spirit probably thought unsaved, was probably dead, dead even in that time and just asleep, not even knowing what it is that I wanted. Unclear, lacking direction. But with Christ, like, it makes so much sense. I'm not where I thought I would be. But I'm definitely where I need to be. And as long as knowing that that's what it is that he has for me, like that's okay. 
you know that's okay there's so much more that he's going to do there's so much more that he will release and there's so much more that he'll do in my life but when i look at my life and consider had i received the things that i had gotten that i wanted prior to christ i would not be in a good place at all i would not be a good in a good place at all and that's just my thing to encourage my word to encourage you today um to please just take the time and study Matthew 6, I believe it starts from verse 25, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but in my Bible, like the New King James Version, you know, the top heading is titled, you know, not to worry about your life, basically. And again, it doesn't make sense when you see your situation right now, even for myself, like I need to absorb this as well, even more, right? Facing a situation and it's like, God, how does <laughs> seeking the kingdom have anything to do with the fact that I've got bills to pay? You know what I'm saying? Um, but this is where like Holy Spirit can begin to minister to you and the peace of God can come through and touch you and reach you in that point. So I urge you to please study Matthew 6 um, and meditate also on verse 33 yes matthew 6 verse 33 and just seek first his kingdom and all and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us so father god thank you so much for this time and this word lord i pray that it blesses reaches and touches those that it needs to touch in this moment holy spirit we invite you and i just ask god that even through the day you begin to remind us of this word and bring to us revelation and understanding so we can see it personally for ourselves what are you saying how do we go about seeking your kingdom how do we go about doing things your way and please help us lord to not be stubborn but to really really relinquish um the power and control in our lives help us to just grieve the things that we thought we were supposed to have and just let go of those losses and to begin to now soften our hearts lord god towards you myself included areas where god i am still um fighting or struggling help us god let my heart be softened in those areas let my heart be softened to your way let it be softened to your way and even in the midst of us not understanding please help us god to still just relax let us relax and, and rely on the fact that you are God. We're not in the hands of a stranger. We're not in the hands of someone who, from our past who has hurt us or betrayed us or tried to ruin us in some way. But we are in the hands of the King. And please help us, Jesus, with the trust issues to rely on you. Forgive us, Lord, for not relying on you and trusting you, God. But you are not like the other people we've had in our lives lord just give us that ability to trust you and to love you and to trust you not just with our soul and our spirit but help us to trust you within our lives in its entirety so holy spirit can begin to move through and transform us here on the earth god and so we receive your promises here in the land of the living thank you jesus for all these things thank you for what you did on the cross we worship you we bless you and we exalt you in your name jesus we pray amen amen
in the name all right thank you so much for tuning in i truly pray that this episode has blessed has blessed you i'm literally going to sit down um and just study some more on this man because even through speaking to you like i can feel how god is also speaking to me and i'm just hungry to know more and yearning to know more and understand more from him so i pray that this episode has truly blessed you um and until i see you guys next week love you guys bye